Hey there, folks. Rob Hessler here with another episode of Art on the Air, my weekly Savannah Morning News special. I appreciate you tuning in as always. have another great episode lined up for you this week. I spoke with Monica Jane Frizzell and Adam Scher, the two current On View artists in residency over at Sulphur Studios. They're doing a project called the Nomadic Photo Arc. Portraits of Us. It's a really interesting project. Essentially, the two of them are traveling around the country with this mobile photography lab, and they're taking portraits of folks and gathering stories that they're telling about their lives, important and pivotal moments in their lives. And this is a very much a participatory kind of thing that they're bringing to Savannah and Sulphur Studio. So we get to learn all about that, including how they got the project started, how they built everything up, and much, much more. Wanted to mention, as always, you can catch past episodes of Art on the Air and my corresponding Art Off the Air column at savannahnow.com in the entertainment section and you can catch my Sunday column in the lifestyle section. Last week in the former I was able to do an interview with Ben Copperweed who's a really interesting fashion designer and screen printer which was a great conversation. We talked all about his work including for such big name fashion companies like Gucci, Tommy Hilfiger, NDKNY And then I also wrote a piece in the latter, the lifestyle section, about a couple of students that came through Deep Center and Savannah Arts Academy that I felt like deserved to be highlighted in much the same way as the newspaper highlights athletes. So check out both of those, savannahnow.com in the entertainment section and in the lifestyle section. But let's get into this week's interview all about Portraits of Us, the Nomadic Photo Arc, with Monica Jane Frizzell and Adam Scher. I know you're going to love it. Enjoy. Rob Hester here with Art on the Air. I am at Sulphur Studios in the OnView residency space, and I am talking with Monica Jane Frizzell and Adam Scher. And we're going to be talking about the Nomadic Photo Arc and Portrait of Us. So before we get started, just kind of tell us what the project's all about. So um, back in the beginning of 2021, 20, uh, I started building the Arc, which is a fully portable photo darkroom and um, there's also a small office space in there but um, the main thing is that I shoot predominantly film in large format and I wanted to be able to just process on my own wherever I was so I decided to put all my eggs into this one little trailer (laughs) Um, and I've traveled a lot throughout the U.S. like um, throughout the last 10 years um, interviewing some people photographing some people but I never really just sort of put all my time into it. So that's what I am planning and, and currently doing with this. Um, but the idea of it is to just travel, have conversations with people when we're maybe in a time when people are not having that many conversations with one another and just really just one-on-one interviews and photographs. So the trailer just makes it kind of something where I can really stay close to the medium and how I like working with it, um, where I don't have to send off film and stuff like that. And also I think what I'm learning is that it's actually kind of this thing where I get to kind of share this medium that a lot of people don't get 
to see. And that's um, like here at Sulphur Studios, we'll be doing two workshops and that's like the first time that we're doing that. And I'm just like so excited about it because we get to like share the magic of the darkroom with people that don't get to see it that often or if ever. So that's kind of a cool thing about the whole thing. Yeah, I want I want to talk about we're going to talk about the workshops because I think that's really cool that you're bringing the dark room to people. But Adam, what is your role in this because we're hearing a lot, you know, from Monica. <laughs> you can talk. No, you no, can no. talk about. It. Um, so um in, in terms of the like art and the project and the stuff the, that we made that comes out of the arc, um, most of it is the audio portion of it. Interviewing folks, and then we both interview, but I I think for what's posted right now, I think I've done all of the editing. Oh, yeah, you do all editing, of it. I don't do any of that. Um, for the, <laughs> I've, I've done all the editing for the interviews, or, I mean, s- stories, I feel like, is more, you know, that's what we kind of frame it as when we sit down, because... It's much more of like a, an audio prompt for folks to then sit down and tell us you know, something pivotal that happened to them. Or if we're looking at a, you know, a community, like what's your connection to that community? So we use the word, we try and frame it as a story and less of a back and forth right. interview or conversation, mainly because it puts people at ease. Um, if, the, if we're like, come tell us a story, it's different than, you know we're going to pass this mic back and forth and, and stuff like that. But yeah, so I'm bringing a lot of the audio stuff and as well as the social media stuff has fallen, not fallen on me. I enjoy it. Um, so a lot of the, the internet presence and the social media presence is me. Yeah. That's awesome. I want to, cause there's a lot of stuff that you guys probably, I mean, I don't know if you've done other interviews or you've been traveling around and you've been doing this a lot, but I want to kind of delve into some stuff that isn't like necessarily in the press release and, and all that. So, I want. There's two things I'm really interested in, and I, and one of them is, you built this arc. Why did you even decide to build this arc? Like, what compelled you to say I'm going to build this, like, thing that I'm going to drive around? I mean, because that's. I think that's such a unique component of this whole idea. Yeah. Is that it's like, I mean, because you could still do this exact same project and just drive around and take photos, and even if you wanted to process them and develop them yourself you could collect all the images and then go and do that later you don't yeah. need to do that on the road so I, what compelled you to do that i you know my outside intake on why you what? why we do it yeah i mean you can do that i want to hear the outside yeah, yeah let's hear do it. Let's, the outside and then that, maybe i can talk about uh, what made me do it it's um it's that she as you already touched on like being connected to the space we're in mm-hmm. so an example would be in a you know, the first, you know, community that we set up in that we weren't actually living in, you know, was um, uh, North Hero, Vermont, which is in the Champlain Island. There's, it's an island in Lake Champlain between mm-hmm. Vermont and, and New York. And uh, so for that show, at the end of it, all of the images that were on that wall were processed and printed in that community, using power from that community, in the water from that community, and so it adds that an extra level of the you know connection to the space that we're in, and I think also it's just the the format that you use. So when you say large format, I mean it's hard to describe what that is to folks that might not even know what you know thirty five millimeter film looks yeah. like. 
but you know the the negative that's coming out of that camera is the size, essentially the size of you know a piece of printer paper. Right. It's eight by ten. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think when when I had, you know, again I had been on the road a lot, and then last year during COVID, at the beginning of COVID, I kind of I had just moved to New Mexico, and then a month later everything shut down, mm-hmm. and I was like, and my folks were in Brooklyn. And, like, my whole family and life, I was, like, watching New York just kind of, you know, it was, like, the worst time, really, in New York was, like, at yeah. the beginning there. And anyways, and then I was getting sort of, like, I've steadily, I hate flying. I hate having other people, like, tell me how I need to travel, <laughs> And I think, and then, and then also the added component with COVID is like, how do I do this safely and keep moving? Right. Cause I want to keep on the road. So I ended up buying my truck and then I, I actually did this 6,000 miles of dirt roads through the U S and it was during that time when I kind of came to the conclusion that like I, I had wanted to make the step to eight by 10, I'd always shot four by five, which is just a tiny bit smaller. And I was like, I want to make the step, but like. I want to just keep it with me. So, like, I think I just want to build my studio that I can, like, kind of, you know, because I can stay in an apartment and have this parked outside and still have my full yeah, studio. Sure. So it's it's something where no matter what my living situation is, I can always go in and make some work. And I think that was, I think COVID really pushed me to make that decision because I think it just made me kind of aware of how, like, I just don't really want to rely on a lot of other aspects which you know which is ironic too because i'm like community is so good but like at the same time i just want to be self self self-sufficient in a way you know it's funny though when you think about like how many people like got into gardening and like growing their own vegetables and fruits and stuff like that and doing all that during covid i mean it's almost sort of an artistic version of that where you're like being self-sufficient and that you don't have to go out you can do everything you want yeah and i think that's like you know that's the that's the thing. You just you don't want to have to look for an apartment that has a garage that then you can build a, a, a dark room in. I just want to have a parking spot and then I can sleep wherever. It doesn't matter. But like that, so that at the end of that trip, I like, I just, I don't know. I just went and bought this stupid trailer and then went up to Seattle and built it with my friend. <laughs> and like, you know, it's very like, you can't really tell what it is outside. There's certain hints you know there's like a plug and like a vent and stuff but and then the panels up top but I learned I mean I had never built anything like this so I just sort of jumped in like neck deep and figured it out as I went I gotta tell you because I knew I was coming to interview you guys and I did the research and I I knew kind of what to expect but when I was driving up and I saw this parked in front of Sulphur, like, I literally smiled. Like, a big smile came on my face, because it's like, I don't know, like, how could you see this and know what you're going, what you're, and not be happy to see it? It's cool, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think there's cool. that element. It's just, like, it's a cool thing, and a cool and a weird and yeah. different thing. And we still feel that when we walk in, especially, you know, having kind of just redone a lot of um, layout and storage of the darkroom side of the trailer. We just like, finished that. Yeah, like yeah. Just before we came here, like opening that door to the dark room and the office space, it just like is still wow. Yeah, because um, it just feels us. so. I mean, it's so just for my like. In the dark room, it's like 
just what I need to make the work that I want to make. Like, not many other people would probably find it convenient for them. But for me, it's, like, exactly what I need, the perfect size, all of it. And then I think for Adam, too, it's just, like... We've slowly gotten it to where it's for two people. Yeah, we're, like... Because it was not... Because originally... we met after she was almost done building it. I was just finishing it when we met. And then... So that changed how certain parts how had to be built. Well, I can tell that you do a lot of interviews because that was where I was going next. So I was going to ask you how the two of you met, how the two of you connected. Well, you know... It was a, Quite literally met on Tinder. Yeah. Okay, so that's cool. Yeah. But then his... It was strange. We actually went to the same middle school. We were in the same year and we have the same yearbook. Um, and like... But we <laughs> never knew each other. That's yeah. So, so that was like cool. 20 whatever years ago. And then... His father had actually, who's a, um, had actually interviewed my dad. My dad's a musician, and so there had been this like strange connect. And then like you know, friends of friends, because yeah. I grew up in Seattle. Also, just the fact that I was even in Seattle because I had like you know promised the universe that I was never going to go back to that dark city. But I, <laughs> there I was building this, and then in the winter, yeah. And then I mean, it was pretty. It was within two months that we had just decided that we were just going to go for it, and. It's been amazing. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, gosh, it's like a tight space. You're yeah. traveling together. Yeah. I mean, that's my wife and I lived in a 450 square foot studio apartment for five years. And let me tell you something I love that woman, but that was tough. It was hard yeah. to live in that tight space. So I, I kind of wonder what's the dynamic been like for you, too, as you're traveling along. It's, it's good. I think it's the we've been lucky that when we're over the winter, when we're living in spaces where it's not nice outside. That we have had, like an um, indoor we've space. had a full house, of yeah. an indoor space to be in. That's not the truck or the trailer. Because um, when it's not ni- nice outside, you have to keep everything pretty much shut, and it's like, you know, tiny. And but if the yeah, but when the weather's nice, we're in the southwest, or which we haven't been yet, but we will. Yeah. Um, or we're in you know we were in Washington in the summer. I mean, it was great. You know, our entire living area and dining room is just wherever we are outside and that means you have tons of space but the the sleeping area and the office space are, are small and it yeah. takes some you know but i don't know we just it it's like i feel like i've known you my whole life and it's like not difficult yeah i mean it's dif- it's, it's difficult, difficult because the life can be difficult but it's not difficult because of adam and yeah. i's dynamic if that makes sense yeah just the dogs just the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, dogs. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So dogs. you have you. Have, I assume you have two dogs. Yeah, we and have. What, a... are, what are? Tell me about the dogs. <laughs> um, Lou's been with me for ten years or eleven years. She's like a twelve-year-old corgi Jack Russell mix, and people. Basically, she's basically like a cat because um, she just sleeps all the time. And then we adopted a one-year-old lunatic hound that is who we're trying to train right now. Yeah. Her name's Sasha. She's great. So that's, <laughs> she's that's been really hard. So that's been an adjustment. She's at daycare like five days a week. Or right now, yeah. But, but yeah. it's okay. We made the commitment. But so. she's great. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> but I, she's if, like, I wish our listeners could see your faces right yeah, now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know what possessed me to like go and adopt that, but I did it. But it's good. Uh, it's called love. That's yeah, what happens. I guess. Animals, you know. She's incredible. She's going to be great, but she just has to get older. All right, so let's let's kind of get into, I mean, you kind of explain what you're doing with the project, but let's get to the nuts and bolts of it. Like, how are you doing the project here? Like, how are you involved in the community? Like, what? how is it going to work, I guess? So I guess 
since we just got here. <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah, started, yeah, we're yeah, doing like, this. Like, literally. Yeah. We're um, going to set up the studio. I think we're going to just set up here. We're going to have the trailer open to have people come in, ask us questions. I think at first we'll be quite passive and trying to just see who walks by, who might show interest. But we're also, you know... We can, folks can sign wander up. around. Yeah, well. folks can sign up online to do the interview and take a portrait, which you've never done that before. So is that via Silver's website? Yeah, Silver's it's yeah. yeah it'll okay. be up there, and we can also get you one too. It's just it's just a direct link to a calendar to sign up. Yeah, and so that I'm excited to just see kind of who arrives, you know. And then I think also as I, because I just started kind of walking around the area, I don't know much about the city, so I'm excited to just start learning. It's very walkable, too. You're going to love so that. so walkable. It. I love it. And so that, I think, like today, I think after this, we're going to go and wander around and shoot some. And, you and know, just and wandering the, with that camera yeah. starts all these conversations. I had a good friend who had an 8x10 camera, and um, when I was living in D.C., and yeah, like, whenever he would go out, he would just draw a crowd because yeah. it's just such a cool, tiny camera that yeah. like, people want to look at and they want to know what's going on. Yeah. yeah. And then also, what's, what I kind of love about the way that we do things is like, you know, somebody comes, sits with us, tells us a story, does an interview, and then it passes on to somebody else. So it kind of lets the community sort of create itself by like word of mouth and things like that. And I don't, in my head, I like see this little web that just kind of yeah, sprinkles sure. out. And that is cool too. So you're so. doing. A visual portrait, of, you know, of the person, and you're kind of taking a story portrait in a way. What kind of stories are you looking for when people come to you? I mean, what are you, what are you hoping for? What are you asking for? Or is there any guidance? There is guidance. Um, I don't know if we really decided exactly what we're going to prompt people with here. Um, we've used a couple different things. We've, you know, really, it's a story um, about. A story about something that like that changed the the trajectory of your life, like a moment in time that shaped that, big or small, right? Like mm-hmm. you know those things could be yeah. tiny things. Like someone, you know, for for someone it might be. Um, you're trying to you know something. Yeah, well, like ha- Josh, like he. Yeah, you know. one of the first ones we talked to. His story was about how it's uh, he had a really traumatic time asking a girl out in eighth grade. And, and that made, was like the first time he asked a girl out, and then and now it's like always that. Right. It's like yeah, always right. challenging for him. And that was one, and then... Cool. Or it's, you know, how how you met your wife, or this, you know, or uh, someone of the first people we talked to was how, um, you know, they dealt with the death of one of their parents and having to deal with all of the stuff in their house that they had lived in for 60 plus years made them realize we don't want to do that to anybody so we're going to sell or get rid of a lot of things and live in a trailer Um, so so they essentially just led them to completely downsize and change the way that they so it's a huge range of of stories for that prompt and then sometimes it might also be what you know your connection to where we are like you know Mm -hmm. what's your connection to Savannah or this neighborhood or, you know, uh, stuff like that. Um, and why is it important to you and things yeah. like that? So I have to say, just sitting across from the two of you, you're, like, really easy to talk to. Like, I think you've kind of got that vibe going, you know what I mean? Like, and that's really important. You know, it's interesting, a few, maybe it was about a year ago, another artist, Bridget Kahn, did these portraits. There was no story attached to the portrait itself in the sense that there wasn't a written story or recorded story 
but she would sit down and do these long exposure photographs yeah. and just talk to people about their experiences like during COVID and all of that hmm. and create these like blurred images and sort of in a sense the story was embedded in the photograph and you guys are doing this other different take on it and I just really like it and it really is easy to talk to you so I think you know I, I'm as we're sitting here chatting I hope the listeners are kind of grasping that like it shouldn't be too stressful it's kind of nice I understand why you probably get those deep stories yeah and it's you know giving folks an opportunity to tell those stories that they might not share with folk you know people outside their immediate family um or maybe you've never told them it's just people and I mean this in a really good way people like to talk about themselves and about stuff that's happened in their life and so giving folks a platform to and a cool fun safe way to do that and that's a really important part for me too it's like just you know I think we do I don't want to talk too broadly about our society, but we do live in a time where people can be very sort of romanticized and then they get all this press about this one person and you may feel like you never can get seen. And this is something where really I just want everybody to leave the room feeling great. Mm -hmm. So whether the portrait is even that awesome in terms of like fine art photography or anything like that, it's just really about you being seen and you getting a nice image of yourself that you can, like, maybe really see yourself yeah. in. Because everyone and will get important. an image of Yeah. Oh, that's so they lovely. Get a print. So it's the people are going to get to have an image of it. Yeah. That's so cool. And you'll get a print from, you know, from the arc that I'll either have to mail you if it's too slow or you pick up later or something like that. But, yeah, that's an important part for me is just that you get to be seen. Because I, I don't know. I don't feel like I can be listened to a lot so i think it's important that people get listened to <laughs> and the i don't know in terms of just straight you know nuts and bolts of how we do it the the portrait is the last very very last thing that we do and the shortest and the shortest yeah like you know there have been we're hoping to get a lot of people for this the time frames are maybe a little bit uh shorter but you know we've talked to folks for an hour and a half two hours and then mm-hmm. and then they get up and then they see the camera for the first time and then the portrait's maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. So they've, you know, they've been opening us, opening up to us in terms of the story, and then that leads to a much more um, open connection and partnership when they leave me and go with Monica to take a portrait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited, and I, too, I just about stand being... there and hand you things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited about being here, too, just because I'm hoping that, like, people can maybe bring us to places that might mean something to them, because I don't want to just shoot everybody either in here or just right outside. So I hope that we can like meet at other locations around Savannah that may be cool. important to you. And then, so that's like also part that I find really important as well. I mean, you know, usually when we are meeting people at their home or something, like we'll shoot you in front of your house or something like that. Um, but when they're coming to us, it can be a little bit harder to break that. You know, that's kind of cool too for you two because, you know, you come to. Whenever you you know you visit a new town, like you end up just naturally gravitating to the sort of tourist locations. But when you are engaging with a community like this, like people who live here, nobody's gonna take you to the tourist locations. Nobody's gonna be like, I want to go take my photo like in at downtown in front of the, you know, I don't know the dueling piano bar. They're gonna right. want to take you to some place that's cool to them, and that's never the tourist spot. Almost never, at yeah. least. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a why huge it's... plus. 
And it's awesome for us because we get to, you know, see the city in a much different way and, mm-hmm. or see wherever we are in a much different way. Yeah. yeah. More authentic, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, look, beyond the, the taking the photos and gathering the stories, you're also doing two workshops. The first one will have already happened by the time that this airs, which is on March 19th. The second one is on March 26th. That's from 12 to 5 p.m. Talk about the workshops. What are you, what are you all planning for that? Well, Hit so it. I have... I'll talk about the daydream of it, but I really want people to come either in like pairs, like you could come with your good friend, you could come with a parent, grandparent, or whoever, it doesn't matter, but, or you'll meet somebody new and then you'll share a story with one another and then I'm going to be doing pinholes with them. So basically we'll make our own camera out of like cardboard and tape and then, um, You'll go and shoot around the area and then come back and I'll help you process in here. And then also there's a small community darkroom in Sulphur, so we'll be split up um, because the spaces are so small. But by the end, and we're going to be doing these direct positive 4x5s, so everything will be already done. And then the next day you can come and pick them up because they have to dry. But it's going to... I'm really excited to see what people talk about with one another. And, like, I'm hoping that we are going to record them and then we might take little pieces of it for the show at the end. Cause we're going to do kind of a pop-up exhibit on first on April 1st here. Mm-hmm. And I want to have a part that's just dedicated just to the workshop um, participants and, and cause they're going to have a much different outlook on, you know, when you're talking with like your, I mean, this is very story core <laughs> kind of thing, but I think it would just be so rad to see how they can interpret each other's photographs or it um, stories through a very abstract pinhole process, which is like... Yeah, yeah. and just also to have a little bit of hands-on, you know, time in a dark room. Yeah. It's... Because you'll see the image come up and yeah. you'll... You know, yeah. and if the exposure doesn't work, I'll give you feedback and you go back and you try again and then... The well, dreaded light leaks. Yeah, exactly. All that stuff. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be really cool. And I'll probably learn a bunch. Yeah, we did a dry run before we got here. and Got here. And it's, I think it's, they're going to look... They're going to look awesome. Yeah, they look great. Yeah. And cool. I think, too, it's like... I haven't taught in a long time, and I just love that. So I'm excited to just... I don't know. You always learn a lot. Like, I'm always like, wow, how did you do that with that? image like you know you and they don't even really know usually either but like you get to learn a lot about photography and a lot about just images in general so i'm excited about that and we won't have time to like actually you know for folks to do a long interview and edit it and stuff like that but i mean you know i'm I'm, most people you know we have audio recorders to lend and then so many people have a smartphone in their pocket too that can record on that um and to just take that you know, 10 minutes and have someone tell you the story and hopefully there's time at the end that we can listen, listen to them and share them and see the images a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So they can either take portraits, but I mean, you know, they're probably going to be five minute exposures or something like that. Yeah. So it'll be a little, um, I'm curious. We'll see what people Yeah. Are. A lot of people, I mean, yeah. people can, that'll people they'll bring, they'll they probably want. bring yeah. things to you that you don't expect. To, yeah, exactly. Cool. Absolutely. And they'll have enough time and, you know, paper to, experiment not yeah just, it's not just oh, oh that didn't work out how you want like too bad no we so, won't you you will leave with a with, with an image. Image. yeah so i want to wrap this interview up here but i i want to kind of bring out a couple of things first of all of course you know you all you all will be taking over the on view residency instagram which yeah. is always great and sulfur 
has the connection to your schedule. But if people want to sort of connect with you, follow you, see what you've been up to before and everything that you're doing, what's sort of the best way for people to do that? How can people connect with you? So for the kind of daily follow who we are on the internet, all of our social medias are at Nomadic Photo Arc. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the TikTok, which we don't use, but go follow it anyway. <laughs> um, they're all at Nomadic Photo Arc, and then our website is nomadicphotoarc.com, and the website has all of the uh, pieces for the project today. So all the fo- you can go there and cool. see all the photos and listen to the interviews at the same time. Yeah. So like all the stuff that we make in Savannah will be up there by probably by the end of next month in there. So that stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Monica Jane Frizzell and Adam Share, thank you both so much for coming on Art on the Air today. Really appreciate you thank sharing you. your project. Yeah, thank you so much. That's all the time we have for this week's episode of Art on the Air with your host, Rob Hessler. Listen every Wednesday for our live show, broadcasting from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time on 107.5 FM, Savannah Soundings, and worldwide at WRUU.org. And you can catch past episodes on the WRUU station archives on our website, as well as on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. We'll talk to you next week, where we'll have another batch of art on the air.